What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? The NBA Finals matchup is set. It will be the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors vying to become 2019 NBA champions. The Warriors are coming off of a sweep of the Portland Trailblazers, while the Raptors beat the Bucks in six, winning the last four games of their series in the process. Here to preview the finals is our man L-Dub, who, as always, has a unique take that you don't want to miss. And you won't miss it if you stay right where you are and settle in for another edition of Sports 360. Well, we have come to the NBA Finals uh, matchup between the Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors. And to talk about it all is our man, L-Dub. Larry, how you doing today? Yeah, as usual, I'm great, man. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a grind, right? I mean, the NBA playoffs... You know, they last for several weeks and we now have two teams standing. And I think a lot of people expected Golden State to be here, but I don't believe a lot of people believe Toronto would be the last team standing in the East. But here they are. And we have a matchup that begins uh, on Thursday, which is tomorrow as we're recording this in Toronto. So, Dub, what do you think, man, about you know these these conference finals? Um, Warriors getting into it uh, after a sweep of the Portland Trailblazers, and then the Raptors after dropping the first two games with Milwaukee, then coming back and taking the next four. Um, overall, man, what were your thoughts on the conference finals? Well, with that Warriors Portland final, I think the Warriors were playing with a state of urgency because their players were hurt and they figured they, you know, if they're going to do this, they need to get this series over with quickly. And they did. They took advantage of every opportunity that Portland didn't, even though Portland was always right there. Again, it goes back. We were talking earlier. They just had never been there before. So sometimes you don't know how to get over the, the mountain, you know, the, the correct way. And it appeared they didn't know how to do it at that time. Because they were in every game almost, you know, and uh, when they needed to, you know, make shots or or, or kind of like extend the lead, they could never do it. And when they did get long leads, it kind of looked like they rested on their laurels. And we know champions, champions are always going to fight back, and the Warriors did. So I think the Warriors felt they had to do that so that they give everybody a chance to rest and recoup because of those injuries that they were having. Yeah. And, you know, and I believe, Larry, in the last three games of that series, Toronto had, not Toronto, uh, Portland had double digit leads in each of those games. And and they lost them. Um, And the Warriors, you know, they demonstrated, even without KD, how explosive they are. And I also thought Draymond Green really brought a lot of energy, playmaking, defense. I thought he really played well, but certainly Steph showed once again that he's a force to be reckoned with. 
Yes, sir. And again, uh, everyone kind of, you know, downplayed the fact that, you know, he wasn't a final MVP, KD was, and all this. It's just the fact that those guys play uh, a certain way that they don't they don't really take note to stuff like that. They just let the game dictate itself. Yeah. And, you know, that that's from being champions though. Once you've been there you understand the recipe for success and you don't you don't get into those little nitpicking things. Just everyone just does their job. And certainly that's what the Warriors did. And they had a lot of contributions off the bench. Right. I mean I thought those guys off the bench played really, really well. And you know, that would have to bode well, you would think, going forward into the finals because those guys have to have a lot of confidence right now. Yes, they do. And, again, you know, they play all 14 or 15 of their guys most of the time, uh, and, and teams can't sustain that. I mean, when you can only, you know, usually in a, in a, in a playoff game, or should I say the final of conference, you're probably going to go at the max eight deep. Those guys still play. 14, 15 guys, and, and they all contribute. And again, it goes to, to the to the confidence that the coach has in every player, and it makes makes players, you know, work hard at practice so that they can get those minutes that they're going to get. So, Steve Steve Kerr, you know, my hat goes off to him. He, he has a great recipe over there, and like I said, until champions are, are beaten, they're still the champions. Yeah. And Larry, speaking about the bench play of the Warriors, um, I believe that the the Toronto bench had a lot to do with Toronto advancing. Now, look, first and foremost, we have to start with Kawhi. Um, And then, you know, Kyle Lowry had some big games. And even my man Siakam, who I criticized after game seven against the Sixers, where he he played very small, he played well against Milwaukee. But certainly Kawhi was the star of that show. But the bench for Toronto really played well. Van Fleet, uh, Powell, Abaka all played well in that series. And I think that was a big reason why Toronto was able to turn that series around and win the last four games. I would say Van Fleet, uh, Fred Van Fleet, more so than anyone because this guy, was, I mean, we know he can play. He came from Wichita, and it goes to show that some of the best guys are, are not always guys that are fortunate to be first-round a lottery pick. And it shows that, you know, GMs, you know, may miss over a lot of guys, or, or should I say that understanding of, of what a great player is could differentiate. I know they pick according to their team, but you hear those guys saying, well, we're going to pick the best available. And here you are skipping over a player like Van Fleet. I mean, this guy's always, he's been consistent his whole, you know, two years in the NBA. It's not like he's new to this. This guy can play. But same thing with the kid Norman Powell, you know, and it goes back to, you know, when, when these guys were, were picked to play, I mean, Norman Powell comes out the game, he would be starting on a lot of teams. I mean, this guy is aggressive. He can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. He defends well. He's a big body. And he's he's smart. You know, you're talking about a UCLA product. So he knows how to play the game the right way. And and like I said, every time they step on the floor, him and Van Fleet, they're going all out. 
the only problem I, I think they're going to have or should, you know, will have in, in the whole rotation thing is they only can play like eight guys. And when you're playing a team like Golden State, you know, that's playing 14, I'm telling you, you, you see those guys going out to get rest and you're still in, and you're like, whew. And then the next time another guy comes in, he's fresh. It, it wears on you. And, you know, like I said, they, they've proven it so far. But uh, Golden State's a different beast, man. That's all I can tell you. Golden State's just a different beast. Okay, so before turning to this series, what what, what are your thoughts on how things ended up for the Milwaukee Bucks? You know, they had the best record during the regular regular season. Um, played really well in the early rounds of the playoffs. But the last four games, you know, um, their offense was stagnant. They were struggling. Um, well, what are your thoughts on the Bucks in terms of how they played and, and you know, what things look like for them going forward? Because, again, I mean, Giannis, Giannis is only 24 years old, so he should get better. Giannis is only 24 years old, so he should be getting better. Um, but what are your thoughts on the Bucks and how their season ended? Because I think everyone, not everyone, but most people had them pegged for the finals. Well, I, I think the Bucks dilemma, it was, it was only one real dilemma they had. And that was, because Brogdon was hurt so long, they didn't want to uh, put uh, Bledsoe on the bench. Uh, my thing was, had they started Brunson and let Bledsoe come off the bench, I, I mean, because Brunson is, is a better scorer, and, and what I mean by scorer, he, he can hit the mid-range shot. He can hit the threes, you know, when needed. If, you know, if, if put in the right position, not a rush three, not a desperate three, but we're talking about as the game flows. He, he, he's a steady guy. He shoots when he's supposed to shoot. He makes plays when he's supposed to make plays and he passes. Bledsoe is a more of a, of a guy, I'm, you know, I, I still say he's a scoring first before passing. He'll pass to run a play, but he's not passing to create a play. Uh, and, and sometimes, that, that bothers, that stagnates their offense. And then the fact that they leave him open and he can't knock down shots really is the problem. So I, I just think had he came off the bench when they need him, say they got a 10 point lead. Now he comes in and he moves the ball and he plays defense. I, I think it would work. But by starting him, it, it kind of gives him the assurance that he could shoot when he wants to shoot, you know, do things. And he was taking bad shots. He was missing badly and he kept shooting. And, and, and those things, I think, came back to bite him. Uh, and like I said, Brogdon, at the end of the game, definitely he had to take quick shots, and that's not the way he plays. You know, he's not a he's not an AI type guy. He doesn't go on the fly. You know, he he kind of like methodically strategizes what he wants to do. And I think if you'd allowed him to set the tone of the offense, and then brought Bledsoe uh, off the bench, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm thinking. Nothing else has to change for them, and I hope they understand that. They're going to get two, maybe two or three pieces in the draft, and, I mean, I think they could be there again next year. Everyone else, Milton, Giannis, you know, those guys, uh, you know, they, they played their games. They did what they were supposed to do, uh, especially uh, the big guy, Lopez. I mean, Lopez played out of body some games. I mean, it's like no one expected that of him, but – I mean, the guy's improved every year, so 
I think Milwaukee, you know, if they could rectify that, you know, uh, understanding, getting to understand that, hey, regardless if a guy get hurt, he doesn't lose his position. We just bring him back, you know. Uh, but because Bledsoe had played so much, I, I think the coach felt compelled to, to start him and give him all those minutes. Well, um, I think their future is bright. I agree with that. Um, but, you know, like the other uh, teams um, other than Golden State, they're gone fishing too, and they're home and they're watching <laughs> the finals. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I hope the fish are biting. But um, let's turn to the finals. Um you want to give us your surprise pick? I mean, I think from your comments, it sounds to me that, you know, you keep saying until somebody beats the Warriors, they're still the champs. So should we take from that that you believe the Warriors are going to come out of this with a three-peat? You can take from this that it's going to be a, a great series and that if there is one player that could be on a team that I thought had a chance of beating uh, Golden State, his name would be Kawhi Leonard. So having said that, I, I won't tell you right now. Uh, I will tell you before the series starts, though. But right now, at this moment, no, I'll, 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 I'll leave that, you know, to people to listen to the podcast and come up with, with, with what they think I'm saying. All I need to tell you, though, is Steph Curry is 31-1 in the last 32 games without uh, Kevin Durant. When they say Kevin Durant may play, but I think they're prepared if he doesn't play. Why is whereas again, if one injury was to happen to Toronto, I, I don't know if they're ready for that. And not, by the way, you know, Kawhi's Qu- been extended, man, for these series. He, he's had to shoulder the burden for the whole Rapture team. He's carried them, and that that includes Van Cleet, you know, Van Cleet and all those. He's carried them. So if he can get over this mountain, which, like I said, if there's one person that I think can do it, it, it would be Qualin. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer he is. He's right up there with him and KD as the best best players in the NBA right now. Right now. You, Larry, you can't see it right now, but I'm putting my hands on top of my shoulders. I'm calling a 20-second timeout. You can't okay. see it, but that's what I'm doing. Okay, I'm calling okay. a 20 second timeout because it sounded to me as if you weren't making a prediction that you said you're going to leave it to everybody to figure out what you're thinking. No, time out. Time out. I'm only saying that because you you just faded before you even asked me that. <laughs> what I said, you kind of know, and I've told you that now. Never back down from that. You know, until the champions are beaten, they're the champs. And right now, no one is beaten. Golden State in the playoffs. No one. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm writing that down as Larry Dub Williams picks Golden State. And tell him oh. he do it in six, you know, just, just to make that real. Let <laughs> me do it in six. Do it in six. Okay. Listen, you know how I feel about it. I mean, look, Golden State to me, really, I mean, Steph Curry, I believe, reminded everybody of just how good he is, 
right? Because a lot of people have been naysaying on him and everything else. And KD is there and all the rest of that. And But he once again, you know, just really put on a shooting display at the very times that they needed it. And, you know, he really showed how, how good he is. And, and Golden State just continues to impress in terms of how they play, you know, as a team. Um, so, uh, you know, I think to pick against them um, is really going up, you know, going uphill. But that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm picking against them because they got to go to Jurassic Park. And strange things, as you know, Larry, happen in Jurassic Park. You see some strange stuff, and I think we're going to see something strange. I believe we're going to see something we've never seen before, and that is a champion, um, you know, from another country, right? I mean, here from Toronto, Um, and they're going to win it. That's my pick. I'm picking Toronto, and I think they'll win it in seven games. And here's the other thing I'm going to tell you, Larry. I'm going to get really specific. And the last game is going to go to three overtimes, and Kyle Lowry is going to win it on the last second three. How about that? Uh, I can honestly tell you that, <laughs> no, no. In, in, in this game, I can honestly say that anyone can tell you that in order for, for go, in order for Toronto to even have a chance against Golden State, uh, Kyle Lowry is going to have to play better than he played against Toronto. I mean, against Milwaukee, he, he's going to have to play even better, and, and that's my prop. That's my dilemma. I think he gave, he showed you, you know, he's coming toward the end of his his career. That 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 he's basically, you know, with injuries and everything, he he gave everything he had to win that to win that series against Milwaukee, and I do think Milwaukee couldn't handle the pressure. That, that 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 party and Drake atmosphere that they gave them every time they came to Toronto, I think it was overwhelming for a lot of those guys who had just been there for their first time. But you won't do the Warriors like that because, hey, o- Oakland is a party town too. Believe me, they're going to have their celebrities and entertainers <laughs> out on, on the, on the no floor doubt. level for that game. So you can rest assured Snoop Dogg and all California, Dr. Dre and all them guys will be – even though they west, I mean, even though they're southern, they're going to be representing Cali. Yeah, and look, I mean, in all seriousness, because you know the whole Jurassic Park thing. Like, I am rooting for Toronto just so like, we can see something different and see history made. But I will tell you this, and in, in in really looking at this series with, with with a more critical eye, I think one of the things that may show up in this series is how well and we'll be reminded of it is how well the warriors can play defense right as a team and right. then I, and then i also think having clay thompson right um you know uh to to defend um you know the guards right i think that's going to be something i don't know if they you know do they put and i think they're going to put a lot of bodies on Kawhi. Right. I think they're going to have they're going to run a lot of different people at them who are fresh. You know, they'll they'll switch off. I mean, if if is Equidala going to be back, I think he is. Right. He, he, so, he's, scheduled, he's scheduled to return. OK, so if he so you figure he's going to get some time on Kawhi, I'm sure Clay will. I forget the young man who comes off the bench, but he's long. Um, I, I forget his name. You're talking about yes. Yes. Yeah. 
I think they'll put him on them. I mean, you know, I think, um, you know, they will have a lot of different. Who that? Durant's going to be playing him sometimes. Yeah. Clay Thompson's going to be playing him sometimes. Even Draymond is going to be on him sometimes. No doubt. Jordan Bell, Sean Livingston, they're going to, they're going to run. And that, that, actually, that's what I had. I had four reasons that Golden State, you know, I pick them to win. And that was my last, I said, the last reason that I feel that, you know, they have multiple defenders to go against Kawhi. And he, he's never been tasked like this. And the pace that the Warriors play at, plus, you know, having to try to score against that defense. And you got to get back and you got to play defense at that pace that they go. Man, I, 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 like I say, if there's anyone that I think can do it, it's Kawhi. But Kawhi can't beat him by himself. Danny right. Green's going to have to show up. Siakam's going to have to show up not just one game or two games like he did in the other series. He's going to have to show up every game. Danny Green was MIA. He oh was not God. even a He really was. He uh, really Mark, was. Mark Gasol talking about he don't want the pressure. He better handle the pressure of this game. Whenever he gets, you know, uh, the kid uh, Bogut in the game, he better take advantage of him because he won't be able to take advantage of a quick player like Looney because Looney's going to play him close. And when the ball comes, you know, he's going to be denying him because he know he has, you know, more speed and that, you know, agile. He's more agile than uh, Mark Gasol. Yeah. Only person he, he has an advantage really against you know, of getting around and doing what he wants to do is Bogut. And uh, he better take full advantage every play. He can't be saying, no, I, I won't quite a shoot. Nope, nope, you're going to have to do it. Yeah. And and, and so no, I, I agree, Larry. I mean, I think that running those multiple defenders at Kawhi is going to, you know, going to really take its toll. I think the the way the Warriors play team defense is going to, you know, pose some challenges for Toronto. Um, and But the other thing is at the other end of the court, the the constant pressure that the <laughs> Warriors put on your defense, I think, hey. drains your offense. You know what I mean? Because, you know, who's going to be running around chasing Steph Curry all over the place? You know what I mean? Who's going to deal with, with, with – uh, Clay at the other end, and and when Durant comes back, I mean, it's so much pressure, you know, to play defense against those guys that, and it takes so much energy and effort um, that it has to affect that team, you know, the opposing team when they go on the offensive end. So I think the combination is is really really hard to overcome. So as much as I was joking about Jurassic Park and everything else. You look at this, and it's hard to, you know, like you said, Kawhi is there, and you don't want to say he can't because he's just been outstanding. But we're in a different realm right now, man. Uh, you, 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 you can't find a, you know how you say you're trying to tear down a, a, a team, you're trying to find what their weak links is uh, yep. or what weak links that they have. The, I'm being honest, you can't think of one. If if, if the only thing I can say is sometimes they're just small, but it doesn't matter because of the style of ball that they play and the way they help each other on team defense and, and the way they move and they're, they're sacrificing their bodies. And they got 14 and 15 guys to do this with all game. You know, that, that, that change. First of all, you've never, that part right there, you've never heard of. 
in a playoff, in a finals game, what, 14 to 15 guys could possibly play. You can't – not even no. the Lakers team would go that deep. You no. would, And they won. Not even the Boston Celtics team would go that deep. That's what makes this, these guys, I mean, special, man. And, and I'm telling you, they bought into it. And like I said, it goes back to when you say someone, uh, I'm having fun, I could be here all day. You know, and those guys get on the court, they could do this all day. They have fun. They, yeah. they, you can just tell when they come off the floor. When, when a guy does something, you, you don't see just two guys on the end of the bench. You see the whole bench just getting into it. These guys love each other, and they, they don't want to let each other down. And I, I, I can't say the same for Toronto. I, I mean, I've seen the reaction sometimes. I saw how they uplifted Kawhi. But I, I, I've not seen that reply, response to any of the other guys. You know, yeah, you're happy to hit shots, but it may be two guys jumping up, not not the whole, you know, bench. And matter of fact, I, I, to show you that I'm not, it's not a bias bump my body. The one of one of the best kids that graduated this high school right across from me, when my son went to Eric Marlin, plays for the Toronto Raptors. So, do you think I don't want this kid to get a championship ring? Yeah, but I told him he should have been playing with the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he probably wouldn't mind that, but he, he can't do anything about that. So. <laughs> but you know, here's the thing about the Warriors. You know what? You know what's a really amazing dub it, when you think about it is if Draymond Green didn't get suspended, right? For what was it, Game Five um, against Cleveland, right? When that whole mm-hmm. incident with LeBron. Right. They would have won that series. I'm sorry. I mean, they would have won that series. We we really would, would be looking at a team that has won four in a row going for number five. Uh, if if ifs and buts was candidates. No, I understand. Uh, no, I, I, I get you, it. But, but but you can't just say that. No, I mean, I'm only I'm they, only saying they, it I'm only saying it dub to, to talk about how good they are. Of how right. good they are. You know what I'm right. saying? That's all. You know, it's it, it's not as if look you got to tip your hat to Cleveland because they went out and won those games. I get it. But all I'm saying is this team is in five consecutive NBA finals. And in my opinion, right, they should have, you know, they very easily could have been a four-time defending champion coming in now trying to get, you know, one for the thumb. Correct. Correct. You know? Uh And I'm in agreement with that, but like I said, I don't think one person, that's why I'm saying even with Kawhi, you know, I felt the same way about LeBron. If there was anybody that could have beat him, it would have been LeBron back then. Now I'm saying if there's anyone that can beat him, it's it's Kawhi, but he's going to have to pull it off because LeBron didn't have to carry his team this many, you know, playoff series. He's had to carry his team three Playoffs, you know, two at least to go in this third one. He's going to carry him against Philly. He has to carry him against uh, Milwaukee. Now, you know, man, that, I, I'm tired of even thinking about it. So I know he's tired because he had to do it. I mean, yeah. I, just hope, you know, I, I hope he can sustain to make it a good series and not, not get swept, you know, because it's a possibility. Yeah. They could get swept. 
Yeah, of course. Um, but I do think, you know, he has demonstrated throughout this postseason, you know, just how good the performance has been remarkable. Um, right. Every game, every series, he has really, and, and he does it all over the place, right? I mean, he at the defensive end, on the offensive end, he rebounds. Um, and the thing that's, you know, he scores from anywhere on the floor, right? He can hit the three. He can hit the mid-range. Um, he obviously can finish in the paint um, and play down there. So he's he's remarkable. And it, it remains to be seen what happens, you know, once we get past the finals and get into free agency, what happens. That's going to be another interesting story. But until we get to that, and we'll talk about that, Larry, and I'm sure we'll come back and and talk about NBA free agency and all the rest of that. But um, for now, we have this final series coming up. And, you know, um, I would like to see Toronto, you know, make history. But, you know, my head tells me that Golden State's going to going to come out with the championship. Well, just know when you go to Vegas, if you go to Vegas or if you're thinking about Vegas, Golden State. If you want to just talk to people, then you can say Toronto. You know, if it's just just this conversation, <laughs> use Toronto. But if it's about your money, then they go. <laughs> right, take the safe bet. Right, take the safe yeah, bet. But yeah, so we'll see how it goes, Larry. But I mean, it's um, it's been a it's been a pretty good postseason. Even though it's been a postseason without LeBron, a postseason without Dwayne Wade and the rest of that, you know, there's been some new storylines told. And I think that's been a good thing. And um, I, I believe a lot of people are looking forward to this series. The environment in both places are going to be great in Toronto. And as you were talking about, when they go back west, it's going to be electric in, in, in both arenas. Um, yeah. And we have some star players playing well. Um, and so I'm looking forward to it, man. So let's see how it goes. So if you had to pick one X factor that's really not in the rotation, not not a big name for Toronto, who would it be? If you had to pick an X factor, not not you know, don't 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 tell me somebody like Serge or, or Norman Paul or Van Fleet because we know they're capable of doing it. So if and you may not know their whole roster, but someone that that really who who would you think? I mean, I. I I don't see anybody other than that. I mean, I can't talk about Meeks or Jeremy Lin, right? I mean, you right. know, I don't believe that they have that kind of depth, right? right. Um, I don't believe they have someone who even the coach believes is in a position to make a meaningful contribution. And I think that's why his rotation is so short. Right. So, you know, if you're going to take away Ibaka and Van Fleet and Powell, uh, from that question, you leave me with nothing. <laughs> my, but I, I said it like that to make a point that I'm telling you, I even think the kid, you remember the kid Damon Jones that used to start at the beginning of the season for the Warriors before he got hurt? Yeah. You know, he's been hurt the whole season. He came back last series and got a chance to get on the court and play a little bit. I'm telling you, he he will make a statement in this playoff. And then he's fifteenth guy, you know he's fifteenth. Mm. But you know, based on the rotation, he, he he will make a statement. The kid, I, I was somewhere and I was talking to someone. They were telling me about Golden State don't have. I said, man, Golden State got six eleven athletes. This kid, Damon Jones, was coming in the same thing the Rockets were doing with uh with us 
uh, what's his name, uh, Capello. They were doing it with him, coming up the court, just tossing it up. And you saw Jay, uh, Draymond Green the last few games been throwing alley-oops left and right to everybody. Had this kid gotten into the game, it would have been so easy for Dray, Draymond to do that, just put it anywhere above the rim. He got it. And I, I think he's going to do that because, you know, he's been away from basketball. And once you get back, you're so excited you want it to play. He, he's going to – I think he's going to bring something. So I'm I'm using him as my, my X factor, all being equal. You know, he's going to kind of propel – Go to state over. Yeah, and look, he. But here's the thing, Larry, and you and I both know he he could not play a single minute, and Golden State still may come out with this championship. You know what I mean? And it just goes to what you've been saying, right? And it's about their depth and the lack of depth that um, Toronto has. So. Um, and in the end, maybe that's going to be the factor, right? Uh, just a, like a wearing down of of, of the other uh, of Toronto because of how good um, of how good Golden State is. So, all right, brother. Well, as always, Larry, good catching up with you. Good talking with you, man. And um, let's go out and enjoy this this NBA finals and we'll catch up afterwards. And there's going to be a lot to talk about once we get to the off season, but we'll put that on hold for now as we prepare ourselves to check out the NBA finals. I'm looking Uh forward to it. So am I. So am I. All right, brother. Well, I'll catch up with you soon. And as always, man, I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate the honest insight. And uh, it was good talking to you today and we'll catch up real soon. Okay. Appreciate you having me. Take care. All right. Okay. Bye.